My question is, when we talk about uncertainty, does uncertainty exist in the good and beautiful experiences or do we only apply uncertainty to the ugly and bad of experiences? Because to me, if we're going to look at uncertainty, that means you don't know what's coming regardless. But I think sometimes we only apply those words, just like ethics. Is there ethics in the bad and ugly of our experiences? Yes. Strap in for a roller coaster ride where curiosity, humor, laughter, and the odd case of wisdom is applied to understanding the adventure of life. Welcome to the Raw and Gene Show, the power of coaching, guided by two knuckleheads who invite you to sit in the front car with them on this ride. Trust us, it's not as serious as it sounds. And high fives are included. Brother, how are you living today? I am living. I'm good, man. Above ground is the only, more, only place I can live. How about you? Above ground, feeling really good after uh, a very full week. I actually did an in-person workshop and I think I'm still, I'm still riding the waves of, uh, of that experience. I can talk to you. My niece came home Lean and candy. eyes for you. And she goes, close your eyes and put your hand, my hand on. I put my hands on and she placed two rockets in. So if that's not a good day, I don't know. It's a great day. I love rocket candies. Do you, are you a rocket candy fan? I love rocket candy. It's the rockets. I'm so I'm glad you had unpaid sponsorship. Of, of course. And once <laughs> rocket candy wants to sponsor the show, then come on in. <laughs> I'm not glad to hear about your workshop. We were talking about it before we went live. So yeah, it sounds like a very powerful. Yeah. It was experience awesome was had by all. So anyway, good to hear you're good, man. Yeah, I'm doing well. Very well. The exercise has been good. Everyone in the house is healthy and recovering. So. I'm grateful for all that because I know there's yeah. a lot of houses and people that aren't necessarily. So I will take those big wins where we can. Yeah. Big and Lots small, of, like I said in my post the other day. Lots of uncertainty. Part of the uncertainty here today is what are we going to do next? Raw has a piece that he feels is going to bring into the show. Raw, Let's go with that. I don't know if it ties into the theme. I'll let you guys uh, decide that. It's a thought that came to me and... I started dabbling with it. Time is such a crazy illusion right now. But anyway, I'll just read it. It's called truth. I'm calling it truth right now. It is a bridge from the void into the vastness, linking thoughts in the chasm of our mind. At times, it stands quietly like a trusted friend. Other times, it is concealed in plain sight. It resides in all that is good, romancing the light, and never absent from the dark of shadowy nights. Truth is an unwavering companion, transcending time, occupying all space. It holds no bias with our daily battle with ourselves. Forged from the trials of fire, resiliency our reward. It ripples inside out as it shapes our lived reality. Each moment of truth, fleeting impermanence. Truth is a timeless force that is forever expanding. We are the offspring in the realm of its illusion. 
a creative divinity to temper the flames of anger. No need to tame its power, for it shall set you free. An oasis for wandering souls lost in the sands of time. Its strength is like an inhaled breath that brings forth life. From truth, we are born to return to the truth. We are the storytellers of truth that flows from truth. The needle of the compass pointing to the true north. A projected thesis that is intrinsic to the economy of life. Heat flows inside out and the world is our reflection. Truth, like life, is to be lived. Be the of your life. <laughs> well, the beauty is it's the Rawl and Gene show. So however we want to present it, especially when we're running live, is what we get to do. What you get to do. Are Some you going to be bringing that piece of your inspired poetry group? Yeah, actually attended an online open mic show this morning. Oh, wow. I haven't been really doing much of lately, so I recited it there and I, I'm sure I'll be reciting. I have about, I have a bunch of new pieces trying to, I go through these, I trust the flow and, you know, full cycle of life. So there's moments I want to recite, there's moments I don't. I don't always feel the need to be in the Zoom rooms, but we serve a purpose. We hope you do. Your voice is important and people need to hear it. And how dare you be stingy with it? Uh, I'm not being stingy. Some old abuse. I trust universal timing. Yeah. I do what I do when it's needed. So I'm filled with gratitude when you say stuff like that. Good. I'm glad that can land for you. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that piece forward. Well, thank you. You know, to me, it does tie into uncertainty because that's the truth of life. We don't know what will come, what will happen. And I think that ties back into, we talk about uncertainty. Well, the root word of that is certain. What are we certain of? And it's not too much that we're certain of. So the unknown scares us to death. Part of the, the, the uncertainty is a fear of death, uh, the fear of the unknown. I always like to tell people, you know, we come from the unknown and turn to the unknown. Yeah. And once we take our last breath in this understanding, where are we going? It's unknown. We have all sorts of ideas about what that is, but it can't be proven. So it scares us. And then we bring that into our everyday life because we want to be able to feel that we have some sort of control over what happens. Uncertainty is a very interesting energy. I agree. Uncertainty is, is sometimes feels like this barrier between us and something. But what I've learned in my personal journey is when I greet uncertainty, it's like the gatekeeper between my comfort zone and my discomfort zone. And that there's a truth that I'm needing to learn about stepping into that and going, do I have experience of the past stepping beyond uncertainty and getting through it? And luckily. So far, I've had 43 years of practicing that and learning through that. Yeah. Well, some people believe history that doesn't repeat itself exactly, repeats itself in the intent, the mindset, the certain things that we do. Some of the physical things do repeat, but it doesn't matter what you think. I mean, you just said something very interesting that I just wrote down that I may add to a piece I'm working on. Uncertainty is a barrier 
to what we don't know. So to me, the barrier is you. Uh, we stand between certainty and uncertainty. We're the conduit, the bridge between the void and the vastness. We are the bridge. And as powerful as we are uh, as entities of energy, we're, we feel powerless because we don't feel like we can control. And I think that's one of man's greatest, you want to call it sins. We want to control things that cannot be controlled. And the only thing that we have control over is ourselves in regards to how we live life, how we accept what shows up. And when I say accept what shows up, what shows up is a combination of your choices and other people's choices, because we don't live on this planet by ourselves. We live with others. We're going to be influenced by others. We will influence others. So to me, we're always the bridge. This is why I've talked about your past. I've learned from my past to not allow external forces, external experiences to define who I am. And that's part of, you know, another C word to be consistent, right? To be consistent in the certainty, to be consistent in the uncertainty. Right? And that's to me, the only thing I really have control over is me. So. It's a, pro it's a process of getting to where we are. It's a process. And no one person is more spiritual than another person and practices love more than another. We just have our own expression of those things. Right. Yeah. For me, like that pulls up the, this concept where I was talking about a habit loop in the workshop yesterday is like so much of what we experience is actually just the thought, feeling, and belief. Mm -hmm. Those all come together, create our actions regard and on the outside, there's external stimulus that's going to impact those things. And I view this as like that, that thoughts, feelings, and beliefs either spin with the energy of what's the best that can happen, or we spin it with the, what's the worst that can happen. And depending on how those spin is going to totally change and influence how our actions come about. In our life and we have to appreciate that at some point because it becomes a habit our subconscious goes oh whenever this stimuli shows up i've got the program for it and it's like when uncertainty or discomfort shows up i know this tells us we're unsafe quick run away from the thing that isn't safe right now but this email isn't a saber-toothed tiger but when a saber-toothed tiger shows up you better run for it. I was like, sure. you know, you, if you hear the car squealing and your kids are out playing in the yard, you're not going to be like, how do I feel about that? You're going to run your ass out there and yes. deal with what needs to get d dealt with. And then there's certain situations. I use the example of an email. A lot of us are in business in some shape or form. That email drops and it's just like, <laughs> I, hey, I don't want to open it. I can see the subject line. I, that's a tomorrow gene problem. Or I'm just going to keep pushing, I'm just going to leave it unopened because I'm going to deem it not important. Yet it's, it's living in my mind, rent-free, spinning free. that whole little fear. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I believing? And then start spinning. Yeah. And that's the other part about it too, is the uncertainty of what could happen next. We need to sometimes take a little breath to start pushing them out away from us, taking less ownership of this, like you talk about 
the external pieces no longer are part of your identity. Yet the external is still happening. So you need yes. to create a buffer between you and what that habit loop is, what you're feeling, what you're believing, what you're thinking to go, is all this true? Then why am I believing this? Or if this is true, why am I thinking this? Yeah. You no, know, and back and forth, like it's every time you keep separating that out and asking it a little bit more questions, you create more space for it. You know, there's absolute truth. What I mean by absolute truth, universal truth, earthly truths. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. And my question is, when we talk about uncertainty, does uncertainty exist in the good and beautiful experiences or do we only apply uncertainty to the ugly and bad of experiences? Because to me, if we're going to look at uncertainty, that means you don't know what's coming regardless. But I think sometimes we only apply those words, just like ethics. Is there ethics in the bad and ugly of our experiences? Yes. I don't know. Is uncertainty only then applied to the bad and ugly of life? Or do, do we apply it? But more times than not, when you speak of uncertainty, if you ask people what, what they're really thinking in their head, it's probably not a good and beautiful experience. It's probably when if you're talking about uncertainty, you're talking about something that is to come that you're unaware of, or you think you, it might, you, you know, what might be coming, but you're still not sure how it's going to show up. So I find it interesting when we use those types of words, we tend to apply it to, I'll use the dark and not that the dark is negative as opposed to using it with the light. Cause when we talk uncertainty, what are we really talking about? Balance, right? There's universal truth. And then there's my truth. My truth was based on my experiences and the things that I have lived and I've gone through and what I've chosen to understand when we talk about living in uncertainty discomfort. We are living right now in tremendous times of uncertainty. And for me, when we're in that sort of uncertainty, that's the universe issuing an invitation to each of us individually and collectively. Is your house in order? What are you not dealing with? Right? Because for me, our worldview, a lot of our worldview is dependent on how we see ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. Is our house in order? Yes. I believe if, if your house is truly in order, you might have a, a, a more balanced approach to life. I'm just speaking from my experience. So, yeah. I guess there's uncertainty of the certainty of your words. Yeah. I couldn't help myself. Well, anyway, but what the other piece that I hear here is there's multiple layers of uncertainty. There's uns there was, when he's talked about what I heard here, Raul, you can correct me if if I, I missed the mark is there was uncertain, there's uncertainty in how you're going to face whatever's coming next. And then there's a component of uncertainty of what's coming next. When I hear you talk about getting right with your house, it's like, you can start to pre predict what's going to come. That's external that you have no control of. It's kind of like worrying and being in a rocking chair. Sure. It's fun, but you're not going to get anywhere with it. The other side about getting your house right, though, is like when the thought of uncertainty starts to rise within you. When I hear Raul say, let's get right in our house, this feeling shows up. Are you willing to start to do the audit? Assuming no one's in danger. If they are, please just go deal with that. There's a, there's a certain component of that. But this is, let's bring it back to the email 
or somebody said something and now all of a sudden you're feeling uncertain. What am I going to do with that? How am I going to choose to show up? Am I going to do something that is going to serve future me and my growth? Or am I going to avoid feeling all of this? Because when that uncertainty and feelings show up, we default into our coping mechanisms that we've had to push it to the end of the table. And it's uncomfortable. I'm not going to feel you. And I'm also not going to address that you're here, which just kind of makes it get louder and stronger. It's like, how do you want to be, to be able to accept what is showing up? Yeah. And he, part of that accepting is not taking it personally. This is not a representation of who you are because maybe it's the right thing for you to be experiencing, or maybe this is a conditioned response that you've had from a point in your life that no longer serves you or doesn't serve in this moment for what the external realities are. Yeah. And I, I think part of the uncertainty is uncertainty exists in the good and beautiful. When the bad and ugly happens, part of the uncertainty is, am I going to be brave and courageous? And we like to think that when adversity hits, we will be brave and courageous and we will be void of fear and being courageous or brave does not require you to be fearless. The question is, will you let it stop you? To that, it's like, I don't think you can't be courageous if there isn't something to fear. Because if there's not, then you're just going about your day. I, I view courageous as going, I have a fear. There's something that makes me uncomfortable and I'm choosing to act anyways. I'm choosing to trust myself to move forward. That's courageous as fact of doing it. So then are you being courageous in every moment of your life and just living it? One of the things I also like doing is developing quotes and how we view adversity in a large part is dependent on our worldview, how we see ourselves, how we see the world. Our worldview is largely dependent on how we see our full complement of self. So to me, regardless of what shows up, because the uncertainty is, I don't know what the next moment is going to bring. And they're all connected and that moment is past. But when something does hit the fan, how will you react? Well, I don't know. I will not know until that moment happens. So I am just going to keep living each moment, understanding who I am in this moment, and then taking that into the next moment. Are you right with you in regards to loving you, understanding what that means for you, setting your boundaries? Are you good with your anger? Are you good with the dark as well as the light? Because they're just two experiences that we have and we all have, we're all an individual expression of the collective source, energy, God, whatever you want to call it. They feel that they have no control over themselves, yet they want to try to control others. I know when I was not good with me, I wanted to try to control others. And I thought they should, I know how they should live, yet I am not living that way. That's the hypocrisy that sometimes we get stuck in. But having said that, I had to go through that to learn. You know, many are looking to be found. Well, you can only be found if you're alone. So that means there's a value to being lost. There's a value to uncertainty. The question is, how do you look at it? Life is going to throw me moments. There's some I could prophesize, but even that is still an assumption until it actually happens. And so 
Are you willing to be brave and courageous with yourself in each moment? Not just the bad and the ugly, the good and the beautiful. And just be with yourself. Be strong with who you are in regard and, 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 and just accept what shows up. Doesn't mean I like it. But if it's showing up, it's showing up for a reason. Even if right. that's what's showing up. And that's what I think really scares most people is death because we have not gotten right with death. We're afraid of death because the unknown, we're not sure. Some people believe we die and we go to heaven. We can't prove that. And no book on this planet can prove it and science cannot disprove it. So whatever faith you have, are you willing to walk it and not just talk it? And to me, it's the same thing with uncertainty. I am going to walk it and talk it because I don't know what's coming. So I'll speak from my truth in this moment because that's all I have is this moment. And it's gone. Like magic. Like magic. Well, when you accept it, it's allowing you to feel the full experience of whatever is showing up. This isn't about, oh, this defines who I am. No, this is just something you're experiencing in this moment. And if you're willing to be with it, you'll be surprised at how fast it starts to dissipate because what you resist persists and it's true, yeah. right? You Those feelings, things, yeah. you know, the, the, the feelings that we feel at the end of the day, it's a chemical experience within this body that we have and it lasts for seconds. If we just experience it, if we allow it just to be without saying, this is good, beautiful, bad or ugly. This just is. I'm experiencing. How do I put words to it? Where am I feeling it in my body? And then just watching it kind of move and dissipate. Right. And, right. And, and, and that's one practical step to starting to learn how to trust yourself by stepping into the uncertainty going, I can feel this. As long as I can feel this, I can still think about it feel about it, believe about it, and make some actions about it. And I think a lot of people get stuck in the idea of once I've mastered self, those low vibe energies and doubts and all that isn't going to show up. Like we were talking before the show, before you did your, your workshop yesterday, you know, nerves and all that. Well, once I've, once I've really connected to myself and my inner self, all those things won't show up. No, that's not truth at all. They will all the time. Always, I still have doubts on, can I deliver a show? Like when you know, I have like three online shows that I do with regards to poetry and then what, what we do here, I still have doubts. They show up, the thoughts show up. Difference is I don't give them power anymore because I know it's not truth. I have a litany of experiences now to say, you have done this and you've done it successfully and you've done it well. So. It's not being void of those thoughts. It's just not giving into those thoughts. Why would I beat myself up for thoughts that just show up? And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. Oh, well, this thought shows up. Not every thought becomes a reality. The ones you focus on, the ones you chose to bring into your psyche, into your internal conversation, that's what you will most likely manifest. Yeah. So, you know. Don't beat yourself up for having thoughts that are low vibing or uns of, of uncertainty. That's not going to stop. Question is, are you going to learn to just be with what shows up and understand that you have the power to decide which thoughts you want to focus 
which thoughts you want to focus on that will become a choice, that will become a habit, that will lead to eventually not so much solutions, but trade-offs in whatever it is you're looking to do. Because why, why I said trade-offs instead of solution? Because life is about balance. Right? So I don't know. In this moment of uncertainty, I'm dude on the internet. I don't know. Based on some facts that we've just made up, this sounds really incredible, right? What the hell do I... Now, I say that flippingly, but I'm serious. I just... When I say I don't know, I'm speaking for my truth. You don't have to believe it. No. You don't have to... Like, it's, you don't even have no, to understand it. So. Right. And like, whatever is showing up for us today, maybe some of this resonates with you who are watching and listening, and some of it probably won't. Both of those things can be true and still have meaning. Yes. Now you can say, hey, I can take this into my practice. What was Gene talking about feeling it? What was Raul talking about being the bridge between these two things? I resonate with that. And maybe there's some other pieces that you don't. And you're like, I don't have to worry about making that part of my practice now. Yes. I can let it go. And there's like, part of that gets back to this place of like trusting what you're experiencing. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, if you can feel that what resonated with and what I didn't resonate with and just trust in that. That starts to begin to help you in that practice as well. What can I trust that I'm feeling in this moment? Well, this is why I don't worry about, you know, people go on. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. I trust me and I trust that I have the ability to deal with whatever comes up through my feelings, through my intellect, my logic, my reasoning, through all my skills and tools. So when people say, I don't trust you, is it them you don't trust? Or is it yourself you really don't trust? Right? Because if you keep demonstrating to me behavior, behaviors that I don't vibe with, but I keep dealing with you, then is it on them or is it on you? Fool me once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, Again, it, it's all about balance and, and what do you know of yourself? And when I say of yourself, my invitation when I'm working with my clients or anyone, can you go beyond the meat soup that's named raw? What do you know of that feeling, that energy, that knowing that existed every one of us, but we cannot define it? So we use words like God in the universe and all this. I am but one drop in an ocean of drops. But in the same breath, I am a drop that contains an ocean of drops. Right? And this life is about balance. And you cannot know light without dark. And we're trying to control forces that we cannot control. We have to live it as part of the process. So uncertainty serves a purpose. Because if everything was certain, how would we know that it was certain? Well, you know what you know for yourself, and if that resonates for you, then that's true. It goes right back to the tried, true statement that's used on every show, the good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. And all four of those things cannot be defined without its counterpart. Yeah. And they show up together, actually, believe it. it right. No, and it, it's like I, I view confidence and, and lack of confidence, same thing. It's like, it's, it's one coin. It's like, well, what side are you choosing to look at right now? You can choose to get the whole thing or just watch everything show up. There's a time and a place for 
the bad for the good. There's a time and a place for the beautiful and the ugly, right? And it's like, how am I going to use it? When we step into this world of uncertainty, it's like flipping that coin going, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll go with whatever the coin says. Be like, bullshit. My request for you is to accept you're in control of the coin. Do I need a little bit of the good today? A little yeah. bit of the bad, a little bit of the ugly, a little bit of beautiful. What do I need in this moment to help serve me the best? So like, yeah. the invitation, assuming that you're trying to do good in the world, bring more smiles out than frowns. I'm going to assume positive intent. And this starts to become a choice you can use at every decision mile marker that comes up. You see, I accept the assholes as well because they serve a purpose. All experiences are of value, right? Not just some, all of them. It's like what's going on in the world right now. Everyone is currently wanting peace. I want peace as well. But when have we ever not had to fight for peace? Peace is not something that is given. You have to fight for it. It's a struggle. And that is life. And we have moments of peace and then we have moments of conflict. And even right now, it feels like we're in a constant state of conflict. And yet, with what's going on in Israel and, and the Ukraine, and Sudan, there's still a lot of good and beautiful going on right now. Yeah. We get stuck down the rabbit hole thinking, oh, it's all bad. We are living in interesting times. And I say that's a good thing because I, from my understanding, from my own experience, it is only through discomfort that transformative change occurs. So this is why the invitation from me to others is to try to maintain a sense of balance. But that sense of balance is best served when you are good with yourself. Remember when we were kids and we jumped on the teeter-totter? Oh, it was both because you needed to go up, down, you need an opposite force. So everything that happens is always an equal and an, an, an opposite uh, a force that occurs. You can't have one without the other. We live it. And the peace that most people keep wanting for the external has to come from within. And look at the struggle because every day you are in a fight with yourself, myself included. I've just like to think that I have mastered the boxing of self and I think I'm pretty good with me right now, but I could be full of crap. Oh, no, no. no. determined. <laughs> Said to be determined. To be determined. Yeah, well, you know, when I take that last breath, I'll let you guys determine that. I, I'll be gone. I'll be off to the next adventure. He was an asshole. He knew what he was doing. He may have been an asshole and knew what I, he was doing. I, I, am, still I am an asshole. I'm also a nice guy. I can be an asshole. I can. We all can. That's, that's the beauty of our humanity. The uncertainty lies in us and not giving into it. This too will pass. How do I know I have a long history that said, this is not the first time the world has been in this sort of discomfort. And if you are in discomfort right now, this is not the first time you've been in this. You just have to go back and look back into your past. It's a beautiful life. And I embrace the certainty and the uncertainty of it all. Because every day, every moment, I unfold a better understanding of me. I think every day I fall more in love with me. Mm -hmm. It gives me the opportunity to truly fall more in love with the world and my fellow human beings and the species that I share this planet.
that's like a raw drop moment. So drop the pen with that. It, it seems like a, a beautiful place to end today on. Thank you, Raul, for diving into the uncertainty with us today and exploring that and sharing what is here for you. And these are parts of conversations we have with our clients on a weekly basis through our one-on-ones, through our workshops and through, you know, inspired poetry corner. Poetry corner. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely go check that out. That's on YouTube, Zoom, follow Raul on Facebook. And before we wrap up, let's just drop a couple uh, coaching tips around embracing uncertainty as our catalyst today. Uncertainty, it is the soil that we plant the seeds of opportunity. This week, we're challenging you to create your perspectives on the unknown. Reflect on these. Think of a time when uncertainty made you uncomfortable. How did you handle it? Did the situation have an unexpected outcome that you now value? Uncertainty often comes with growth. Are there aspects of your personal or professional life that are currently unclear or predictable? How can you shift your view around these areas as opportunities rather than setbacks? And lastly, courage and action. Being courageous doesn't mean the absence of fear. It means taking action despite that fear. Reflect on what steps, however small, that you can take with an area of uncertainty. What's one action you've avoided because you feared it? Hopefully some of these practical tips can leave you in a better place. Journaling, thinking about it, exploring it between now and our next show. Write a poem, write a poem. I'm doing one today. You should. Whoever's listening or whenever you listen to this, please accept this invitation. Drop a, a comment that's going to needle this guy to write poetry or write. He's a brilliant writer that doesn't want to believe anything that I say. <laughs> I'm believing more and more of it as we go through. <laughs> I know you, I'm just bugging you, but no, write a poem, you know, um, don't worry about whether it rhymes or I didn't know anything about poetry when I started. Just, just write. When I go back and look at some of my early stuff, I go, oh my God, I wrote that. And then I quickly get over that. Well, that's just where I was at the time. But my thing is just write, write in your journal, be the storyteller of your life. Yes. That's directed at all of you. All Serena, we see you see chairs, write what you feel. Oh, like Others need to hear it. Poet right there. <laughs> I agree. Hey, this is episode Twitch, really? 25. Speaking of wow. stepping into the uncertainty, we've recorded 25 of these episodes. 25. That we did one and we're like, I don't know if we'll even do another. Let's just get to 10 and find out what happens. We're like, oh, I guess we got to do this. And now as well, uh, make sure to come follow start. us on Spotify or, or Apple Music yes. on Spotify. If you follow us there, we're leveraging the quotes and questions that are part of the Spotify platform. So if you want to get engaged even further, definitely answer the questions and the inquiries that we put up there. We take coaching tips and put it on for a query each, each episode. That's something we're new. We're starting to do. We doubled our listeners in the last or listens in the last week on Spotify. So it's just like wins. And thank you to Courtney who watched episode three, the power of laughter on YouTube. All these things are opportunities for us to grow. We're doing it in service of you. If we can do it, you can definitely do it. And with that, this is the Raw and Gene Show, episode 25. We'll catch just... you live here next week. All right, everyone. Peace. Love you all. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, 
or other qualified professionals.